welcome to Coffee and Cards, where I provide week ahead guidance through the cards and the planets with a focus on self-empowerment. I'm your host Ruby from Tarot with Ruby on YouTube, and it is my goal to make tarot and astrology accessible for people like you and I, so we can use it to live our best lives. Today, featuring my sick voice, so I'm going to try and keep this episode short and sweet, so that I'm not bothering you too much, and I'm not bothering my throat and my face too much. We're starting with astrology. So the interesting thing is on October 5th, Vesta is going direct and it's in the sign of Aquarius. And I'm pretty sure I talked about it when Vesta went retrograde. I think so. I'm not sure. But I have my book here. This is the astrology for the light side of the brain. As you can see, I'm still reading it. Um, I have not finished it by a long shot. Um, so it says here that Vesta, it is an asteroid, so it's not a planet, but it's still one that is mentioned often, uh, just like Chiron. Uh, those are a couple of asteroids that do influence us. So Vesta, or Hesia as she was called, is a goddess of the hearth, hearth fire, the child of Saturn, which is Kronos, and Rhea. Now, since Saturn had an awful habit of swallowing his children whole, Hesia, as she was also called, spent a great deal of her life inside her father's stomach. When Zeus, 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 the last born of Kronos and Rhea, finally freed his brothers and sisters from their father's stomach, Hestia was the last to emerge. She chose to remain single, quote-unquote single, throughout her life, refusing both Poseidon and Apollo's proposals. Zeus, Zeus gave Vesta rulership of the sacred gift of fire. She protected all homes with her warmth, offered hospitality to strangers, and united communities by the fire of the, in the town center. Um, and then by the Romans, she was renamed from Hesia to Hesia, or I think so, or she was renamed Hesia Vesta as she was again given charge of fire and her priestesses tended the eternal fires in the temples. So fire is all about passion and everything to do with sexuality. So Vesta also relates to sexuality as well as approaching all encounters with the intensity usually reserved for sexuality. So there's a whole lot here it says here that Vesta's spot in your chart is a place where you'll guard your passions, where you guard all your feelings most carefully. Um, so I definitely feel like because Hestia, when you think of Hestia and the hearth, hearth fire, you think of the home, you think of a safe space as well. So now that Vesta is going direct uh, in a sign of Aquarius, it's funny because when it's going direct, I assume that everything is going to fall into place more and that we're going to feel more having like having more of a safe space as well as feeling a little bit more safe regarded to our sexuality. But we also have it in the sign of Aquarius and Aquarius to me is a sign that is very rebellious and loves to experiment and isn't afraid to try new things and to open their minds and to like change their own opinions. So that's a very interesting combination of um, almost like having a safe space to experiment sexually uh, for some of you or for some of us. Um, so that is really interesting. So I want to take a look. I'm going to be using my tattoo tarot today. What are we going to see with Vesta going direct? What kind of influence is that going to have on us as um, as a collective, what interesting it says here, uh, five of wands, or I have the five of wands. Sorry, I um, 
I feel a little rustic almost doing this. So the Five of Wands uh, is a card to me of conflict. So I don't know if this is uh, or when Festa is going direct that we're going to get out of conflicts or if there are some conflicts uh, that are being resolved. The next card that I have here is Four of Cups in reverse, which the Four of Cups to me is about rest and about um, being dissatisfied a little bit as well. So it's interesting having it in reverse with the Five of Wands. So it's almost like a conflict resolution that is also just not really satisfying. Um, and with the Four of Cups in reverse, especially, I don't see it as like upright. It's dissatisfying or dissatisfying and the reverse means it's satisfying though I feel like it's almost devastating I don't really know how to uh, how to put this into words I also feel like I haven't worked with reversals in a while so I'm just trying to wrap my mind around it but I, I always work with reversals with my tattoo tarot so I sort of feel like I have to yes I, I do think it comes down to some sort of conflict resolution getting a conflict to a close that is not super easy to do and it might be uh, either a conflict that has been going on for a long time because remember the four of cups upright is rest but we have it in reverse so I feel like you like certain people were never really able to put this conflict to rest so it always sort of bubbled under the surface and this for some reason, Vesta going direct in Aquarius um, is going to create opportunity or is going to push people towards uh, finally having that confrontation almost that comes with the, the that, that starts, that's going to spark the start of a conflict resolution, if that is even possible. With the Four of Cups, I don't know if it is possible for all parties to be satisfied with the outcome of this um conflict resolution so that's really interesting for some of us that might because we're talking about Vesta um, it might be conflicts that are going on at home or in places where we should feel safe uh, for some of us it might be conflicts that have to do with uh, sexuality um, so that's really interesting also it says here of course Vesta spot in your chart is a place where you guard your passions um, and you guard all of your feelings. So maybe this is about you having put up boundaries to guard your feelings, to guard your passions. And people, uh, in, some people in your life might not have been really happy about that because, you know, there are always people who want, so who want you to not have any boundaries because they don't respect them or they, they don't respect you. That, that's just sort of the feeling that I'm getting here. So that's very interesting to see how that is going to play out. On October 8th, uh, Pluto is going to go direct. Uh, there are a shit ton of planets and asteroids in uh, retrograde right now. And um, throughout the next couple of weeks, we're slowly going to see them go direct again. Now, Pluto, here in my book, it says that Pluto's favorite topics don't make for what you'd call light dinner conversation. Death, for example, sex, reincarnation. No, Pluto isn't an easy planet because he's not in charge of, charge of maybes. But he's also not an evil demon planet bent on your destruction either. He handles what absolutely has to happen. So when I think of that, he handles what absolutely has to happen. He disposes of situations that have gone past the point of no return that absolutely must go. So when I think of that, 
it almost feels like that has sort of been on a pause uh, when Pluto was retrograde. When a planet is retrograde, it is the perfect opportunity for us to sort of look back at maybe what influences this planet has had on our lives or, or just to take a look at the topics that uh, that certain planet covers over and just for yourself take a look at how you see yourself grow throughout the years um, maybe under the influence of the planet um, both in the, the sign that it has been as well as the sign that Pluto is in your chart um, and now it's going direct again so we can uh, expect to start making changes again in our lives when it comes to what what it says here, disposing of situations that have gone past the point of no return that absolutely must go. So really leaving behind um, things that no longer serve you. And here, uh, Pluto is going direct in the sign of Capricorn. And uh, Capricorn, since I have this book here, um, I might as well um, get it here. Uh, it says here, initially, it's Capricorn's job to make the rules and to assign tasks. It's like the authority figure. Um, and it's um, Capricorn, it says here, all that calls for Capricorn's ability to set realistic boundaries and put plans into motion with those boundaries. So again, we're talking about boundaries. Um, and I think with Pluto going direct in Capricorn, it's the perfect opportunity for us to uh put in the past what needs to be in the past and put up boundaries to see or to prevent certain situations from happening. Of course, you never have the um, the control over what other people decide to do, but you can control how you respond to those actions from other people. You can't control their actions, but you can control your own reaction. Um, and I think that is going to be really important for you uh, as Pluto is going direct in the sign of Capricorn to set those boundaries and to be really serious about them um, and to know why you have them in place as well. So let's take a look at what the cards say about Pluto going direct. Like around the time that Pluto goes direct, what can we see? I have the six of wands here in reverse so the six of wands to me is a card of pride and when it's in reverse I almost feel like pride is being broken so um, everything that I've just talked about that might um, like a previous situation that you had to let go of might have been very ego shattering for you um, which sounds like a negative thing but it's something that you can learn a lot from and I also don't mean like ego shattering as in or pride shattering as in that you were really egotistic and you were like really proud or really like up with your high horse and you were kicked off of it that's not what I'm getting here like literally the six of wands in the RWS is some guy on a horse um, but I don't see that here and here I feel like um, almost like a, a hit to your confidence has been has happened throughout the situation that I, that I just talked about, what you need to leave behind. And it's going to be really um, important to turn this six of wands that is now in reverse. So like a hit to your confidence, not feeling very confident, not feeling very proud, maybe even feeling a little bit ashamed or guilt around what has happened. And it's going to be super important for you to turn this upright, to become proud of who you are, become proud of what you have achieved, of who you are, 
and to become confident in yourself and your talents and just your ability and just just you as a person as well. It's going to be, uh, I think that's going to be a very crucial part of this um, Pluto going direct in Capricorn for you. And I feel like Pluto is going to really help you uh, give the opportunity to uh, to do that. I don't know. I think that's nice. Uh, it's not nice to have like that blow to the ego or that blow to the confidence. That's never nice, but it's nice that we're getting an opportunity to sort of do something about it. The other card that I have here is the nine of wands. I feel like working on your confidence, it's not going to be the first time that you've worked on it. It might, have, might even be like a journey that you already are on. So you already are working on your self-confidence already working on your feeling of self-worth, uh, self-empowerment, which means that this, you are like at the right, in the right place here with this podcast, uh, because that is my goal here to, um, empower you to raise your feeling of self-empowerment and your feeling of self-worth. Um, so again, this might be a journey that you sort of already are on, but it's getting really tiring. Maybe you're not getting the results that you thought you would have by now. However, it's so, so, so worth it. You're almost there. Like here with the nine of wands, um, the last card in this suit is the 10 of wands, not counting the court cards. So you're really, really close. And I do feel like self-empowerment and self-worth, I feel like it is an ongoing journey. Um, it is something, a journey that I have struggled with a lot. I actually did a video last year on my journey to self-worth uh, that I'll link uh, in the description box or, or the show notes um, if you, if you want to take a look at it. But basically, I do feel like I feel self-empowered. I definitely feel like... Uh, I, I have a high self-worth, feeling of self-worth, um, and it definitely hasn't always been the case. Uh, and it's taken me a very, very long time to be where I am right now. Of course, sometimes I still get uh, some little insecurities here and there, um, here, here and there, sure. But it's not as devastating. It is not as destructive anymore. It's just a, a little little voice in my head I guess sometimes and uh, I can easily shut it down now. I am actually drinking coffee today in a cup that says coffee makes everything possible. So that's nice. Okay the last thing that I want to talk about for this week astrology wise is uh, for the Aries full moon on October 9th we're going to be having the uh, Aries full moon. I always say the full moon is uh, the part in the moon cycle everything sort of uh, intensifies the most and um, where with the new moon it's the best time to set intentions I think the full moon is a great opportunity to take use of the uh, in this case the Aries energy um, so let's say the um, like the, the productive the passionate part uh, really digging into um what it is that you're passionate about, allow yourself to be bold, allow yourself to be seen, allow yourself to be heard. Um, and depending on where Aries falls in your chart is where you're going to feel most empowered, where you're going to feel most bold. Let's take a look at what as a collective uh, we can expect for the... No, you know what? I want to know what we are encouraged to do around the Aries full moon. What are we encouraged to do around the Aries full moon? Ooh, I have the world card in reverse, the high priestess in reverse, and the three of wands in reverse. Interesting. Suddenly getting so many reversal cards. So let me show you the cards 
and let me try to focus on them. Okay, so the world card in, uh, in reverse feels like incompletion um, or delays. The high priestess in reverse feels like a disconnect from your intuition. And the three of wands is um, it, upright, it's travel, but in reverse, it, again, it feels delay. So it almost feels here, like with the Aries full moon, like the cards are saying, instead of listening to your intuition and your gut feeling and, and like, I don't know, like what you really feel about it, um, tr it's okay to sometimes make a decision that you just like are impulsive about it. You're just, just like, okay, let's just try and do that. Like, of course, as long as you're not hurting anybody and it might be that some of your plans are going to be put on hold. I don't feel like I mean, we do have almost like two delay cards. So we have the world, which is um, a pretty big delay. And then we have the three of wands, which is um, either like a change of plans or something like that. Like something is going to be put on hold because of a change of plans. Because, um, and this is like a lack of intuition is how I see it. A lack of intuition or just refusing to listen to your intuition. Because because sometimes, and I, I don't think it's necessarily a bad idea. Um, we don't always just have to listen to the universe. Uh, sometimes we want to make our own decisions. Sometimes those are good ones. Sometimes those are mistakes. But it's always something that you can learn from. So I almost feel like this Aries full moon wants you to... or the, and with the energy of the cars here, you, it feels like we as a collective are encouraged to just let loose a little bit and to know that it's okay if sometimes you don't listen to the advice of the cards you don't listen to the advice of the universe and you just do whatever the hell you want to do know that you have the freedom the control over your own life which i feel like is very aries um know that you have the control over your own life to just do your own shit and if you have to put plans on hold if you have to delay some things ideas that you've had or plans that you've had that's okay um, not everything always has to go uh, according to plan. Not everybody has to like go upwards all of the time or move forward some of the time. Sometimes it's okay to take a step back. Sometimes it's okay to slow down or to just stop and pick up at a later time. That's totally fine. And I feel like uh, that is a message that some of us really need to hear right now. That it's okay if things don't go to plan. It's okay if you change your plans to delay some things to make room for other things that you enjoy that are important to you um so that is uh that is the message there for the aries uh, full moon i really like that that's i feel like that's a very unique message that i haven't really um had before okay so now let's do a current energy check-in like how are we doing what are we feeling what are we going through right now to sort of just put our finger on what is going on. So what in the collective are we feeling? What are we going through right now? This is the 10 of coins in reverse. The 10 of coins upright to me is about long term. And I feel like uh, some of us might have been losing a sight of what we want long term. Or again, there's been this change of plans or we're just sort of thinking about the possibilities. What is going on? What are my options um, or some long-term goals that you've had? Maybe you've already achieved them and you're like, okay, so I have achieved these long-term goals. What the hell am I supposed to do now? Or you've had these long-term goals, but recently you've 
thought about, oh, maybe that's not really what I want for my life. Um, and you've been searching for what it is that you want out of life. Like what could be my long-term goals now? I feel like those are topics that are going through our minds right now. And uh, or that our long-term goals feel so far away that it's going to be super hard to achieve them. And some of us might even feel discouraged that we're not reaching our goals or we're not reaching our goals as quickly as we would have liked. Uh, again, I think the Aries full moon reading um, really says a lot on how to deal with this. Um, so now let's take a look at the week ahead. What can we do in the week ahead to sort of um, soften this, uh, this idea in our head or to sort of, I don't want to say softened blow, but, um, what can we do that is going to make it almost like more bearable to live with that? Or how can we deal with that? That's what I want to know. Okay. I have the nine of coins in reverse, right? It's nine. Yes. It's nine of coin in reverse. I have the fool. Okay, so it's funny because the nine of coins is like having everything you've ever worked for, like a life of luxury. And maybe that is something that you've already, already always have wished for. Have you always wished for material wealth, for um, being in a very luxury, stable place? Maybe that is not really what you're into right now anymore. Um, wealth, I feel like even though wealth is really important, it's also almost like overrated I, I hate saying that in like uh, living in, in in somewhat of a capitalist country here in the Netherlands with capitalism just being so big but money isn't everything and money doesn't buy happiness and then we have the full card which is about taking risks so this could also indicate like taking a financial risk that isn't necessarily going to turn out right so be careful with any financial risks that you're taking this week uh, that might be sort of a warning. That might be uh, something to take note of. But overall, with the fool, you are encouraged to take risks and to try new things. Um, however, I do need you to be very financially aware of what the financial consequences could be of those risks. Uh, make sure that those are not too big. That like, and if you're not really used to taking risks, start with like small little risks if that makes sense um or you just try something new where it's not gonna financially devastate you if it doesn't work out if that makes sense um so let, what else can i get for the week ahead anything that we need to know i have the ace of cups in reverse and the four of wands that's again interesting the four of wands is about having a safe space at home which is something that we talked about uh, earlier in the reading with uh, Vesta. And then we have the Ace of Cups, which is almost the breaking of a connection or the disconnect, the emotional disconnect. Um, some of us might be um, facing, like I already talked about this, um, like I said, with the Vesta reading, with having a safe space, but being emotionally disconnected from someone within your safe space. This can be at home, this can be your job or something like that. People might not respond to you or your thoughts in maybe the way that you thought they would have or they should have. Um, again, I feel like this is very much the same energy as with the Vesta Direct reading that I did where I got the uh, Four of Cups in Reverse and the Five of Wands um, with a, a, a conflict happening within your within your safe space um so again i think that is going to be something that you need to be mindful of 
you need to be mindful of for the upcoming week. Okay, now where is it? Oh, here. <laughs> I know. I knew. I, I I grabbed it. My uh, believe in your own magic oracle deck because this is my self empowerment, self worth. Uh, Oracle deck. I really like this. Um, I have seen it. I have heard people talk about how they don't like this deck, how they think it's for teenagers. Um, well, I'm almost in my 30s and I don't think this is a deck for just teenagers. That's the first time I've ever said that I'm almost in my 30s. I get, uh, ooh, yes. Uh, so the first one is the Lioness. You've earned all your stripes. This is a card that I get very often. Um, and, and I'm showing you the card on camera, of course, in the video version of the podcast. If you're interested in that, you can sign up for my membership for $1.99 a month. But it says, Lioness, you've earned all your stripes. And to me, this is a card not only about uh, literally being proud of yourself, which is something that we talked about earlier as well, um, with that six of wands that is reversed, we need to be putting up right, uh, where you are allowed to be proud, you are allowed to be confident. But this is also a, a card of... Um, body confidence and and your your body image uh, because here the stripes that they are talking about are, are on her butt um i have those same butt stripes uh because it's it's like body positive like the body positivity card knowing that even though your body or your butt doesn't look like some of the butts that we see on instagram or wherever our butts are still beautiful even though they might have stripes and it, it, it feels weird here. You've earned all your stripes. I almost feel like it's sort of poetic or um, not meant like as literally like the stripes on your butt, like, I don't know, cellulite or whatever it is that, that you call it. Um, something being you've earned. It feels almost weird. It's like the, the idea that I have with it is that there's more to you than just, I don't know, the stripes are your butt. That's the, that's the overall idea. Like, you have earned the right to be a full human, regardless of how, what your body looks like. Um, so some of you might be struggling with some body image issues right now. And this is your sign that you are gorgeous, that you are beautiful. And it doesn't matter what your body look li looks like. You um, have the same rights and this, you deserve the same things as anybody else li living within a different looking kind of body. And then the other card here is Mural be your own first priority. And I feel like that is very similar again, very uh, self-empowering and kn knowing that you are allowed to put yourself as your first priority, to put yourself first, to put yourself as a priority, that's okay. And you are allowed to prioritize yourself. Um, and that's not egotistical. Uh, that's not a bad thing uh, because at the end of the day, you're the only person who like the only person that you have to live with truly at the end of the day is yourself. So you better just be yourself and be happy with yourself. Um, and again, I think I, I mentioned this earlier as well, that you should be allowed, or I think people are allowed to be a little bit egotistical and to choose themselves and to set boundaries and to choose yourself, to be confident, to be proud of who you are and to love yourself. So, like I said, this I, I said this was going to be a shorter episode, but it's not. It's actually, I think, longer than usual. Um, however, I did have some uh, coughing breaks uh, throughout the filming of this. So, um, yes, uh, thank you so much for listening to the 27th episode of Coffee and Cars. If you ever want to respond to any of the episodes, request a topic or ask a question, you can visit anchor.fm slash coffeeandcards.com. 
uh, or click the link in the show notes to leave a voice message. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, I would love it if you could subscribe to wherever you listen to podcasts, um, all of which you can find on anchor.fm slash coffee and cards. I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you so much for uh, listening and I hope you'll tune in next week. Bye.